Hi, good morning. I love December. Oh, such a lovely month. Everybody is normally in a good mood with all the hustle and bustle. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. And uh, let's see what today's journey brings. Going to dedicate the podcast to all of the mothers that are working so hard to buy the gifts for their children so that their Christmas tree will be abundantly full, so that that will be a joyous morning, the day the Lord is born. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind that I will not mine be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. Amen. I got up early one morning and rushed right into the day. I had so much to accomplish that I didn't have time to pray. Problems just tumbled about me and heavier came each task. Why doesn't God help me, I wondered. He answered, you didn't ask. I wanted to see joy and beauty, but the day toiled on gray and bleak. I wondered why God didn't show me. He said, but you didn't seek. I tried to come into God's presence. I used all my keys at the lock. God gently and lovingly chided, my child, you didn't knock. I woke up early this morning and I'm pausing before entering the day. I have so much to accomplish that I have to take time to pray. Amen. Thinking of you, Grayson, keeping you in our prayers, honey. I hope you get well soon. Prayers from the wilderness. Father, I thank you for another day. I am blessed with another opportunity to be a vessel of thanksgiving. I do not take your love for granted, nor do I overlook your grace and mercy, which embrace me every day. You are the joy that abides within me, the peace that comforts me, the love that protects me. Without you, I am nothing. I am so thankful to be your daughter. I have the benefit of speaking to you every day and knowing you are waiting to hear from me. Your listening ear provides me with the blessed assurance essential for my existence. Your answers to my prayers prevent me from wandering aimlessly without a purpose or a plan. 
even though my natural being desires to know all the chapters in the book you have written for my life, I am thankful. You only reveal one moment at a time, one day at a time, one circumstance at a time. To know my entire journey and the order of my steps would overwhelm me. So I am grateful that as my loving father, you're teaching me to yield to your sovereign power and unconditional love. Thank you, Father, for teaching me to seek you first, which is the true order of life. You never promised me a life without problems or afflictions, but daily prayers of thankfulness and gratitude keep me covered with your grace and mercy. I know I must endure trials. I am aware spiritual growth can only develop through spiritual testing and affliction is part of the fabric of life. Yet I am thankful for the strength that you provide in the wilderness, the lessons you teach and the battles you fight on my behalf. I thank you, Father, that your word is true. You promised me in Hebrews 13, 5, you would never leave me nor forsake me, and you never have. So I thank you for the love I cannot return, I cannot earn, I cannot buy, I cannot sell, but you give it to me freely and unconditionally. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. And it will always be in the name of Jesus that I pray. Father, confusion and doubt are sometimes invading my mind. Some days I can see the future you have for me and my hope is strengthened. And yet there are times when I experience disappointments and despair. So Lord, I am seeking you today for encouragement. Sometimes it's difficult to maintain a spiritual focus when there are no visible signs of progress in my life. I feel like I am striving to live in your will and walk in the path you designate for me, but I do not see the victory. And in my state of confusion, it seems like the adversary is winning. However, I know he is not. Lord, I know you see me and hear me. Your silence is not a departure from me, but a way to compel me to move closer to you. When I read your word, I am reminded of how encouragement is a necessity to continue on this faith walk. And I am so cognizant of how you encourage and bless steadfast faith. So Father, help me to remember who I am in you and the personal words of encouragement that you speak to me. Most of all, remind me that you are always with me, regardless of how I am feeling. Father, today, I'm feeling a little defeated. My accomplishments are few and the obstacles seem insurmountable, but I know it is temporary. I know you are an encourager, so please help me to overcome this sense of failure and replace it with an attitude of hope. 
Help me to remember other times when I experienced spiritual lows, but you prevented me from falling. I do recognize you as my provider, my hope, and my joy. As I pray, penetrate any feelings of despair and remove any discouragement. Eliminate doubt. Remind me to rely less on my feelings of loss and more on your promise to always be with me as my Father. I realize your word is true. Help me to be encouraged in your word and to expect my prayers to be answered and my hope to be fulfilled. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back with more prayers. God likes playing hide and seek, so keep seeking. Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Many people have asked me, why can't I sense God's presence in my life? At times I've asked myself that same question. Some people may wonder if they've done something that caused God to leave them, but that is not the case. In Hebrews 13:5, God himself said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake, nor let you down. This verse makes it pretty clear that God does not abandon us. He is committed to sticking with us and helping us work through our problems. While it is true that God never leaves us, he does sometimes hide for a while. I like to say that sometimes he plays hide and seek with his children. Sometimes he hides from us until eventually, when we miss him enough, we begin to seek him. As children are growing up, their parents are happy to take care of them. But as the children grow and mature, the parents want their children to love them because of who they are, not because of what they can do for them. If our grown children only came to see us when they wanted something, it would hurt us. We want our children to visit us because they enjoy being in our presence. It's the same with God. He wants to bless us with all good things. But when we only seek him for the wrong reason, with the motive of just getting something from him, it grieves him. When this happens, he may hide from us for a time. And if this happens to you, it's a good time to analyze your motives. Only seek God. When you need something from him, no. No, no, no. 
Do you have a longing and desire to truly know him intimately all the time? Well, then seek him all the time. Trust in him. If you're tired of playing hide and seek with God, let him know you trust him and desire to have his presence in your life all the time. As you seek him regularly with right motives, he will come out of hold of hiding. Amen. Second Timothy. It says, as for you, be calm and cool and steady. Accept and suffer unflinchingly every hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Fully perform all the duties of your ministry. And that was 2 Timothy 4. God has given you the ability. I think a lot of people have ability because God has given them gifts, but they don't have stability. And so God cannot use their gifts publicly in ministry or business. They would end up hurting the cause of Christ because of their unpredictable behavior. I believe stability releases ability. We can't be stable only when we're getting our way. We have to also be stable when we're having trouble and rich and trials and when people are coming against us or criticizing us. In the scripture above, Paul knew a lack of stability would hurt Timothy's witness and anointing. Instability would prevent Timothy from hearing from God, so Paul instructed him to be calm and steady. We don't enjoy life unless we develop an ability to remain stable in the storm. Excellent. I'm so working on that myself. When we're upset, we are usually not listening. People don't hear because they don't get quiet enough to hear what God is saying. God isn't going to yell at you. He usually speaks in a still, small voice. And to hear him, we must maintain an inner calmness. Actually, peace itself is a guideline for what God is approving and disapproving in your life. We must all learn to follow follow peace if we intend to follow God. We must all learn to follow peace if we intend to follow God. You have to choose purposely to stay calm, to put your confidence and trust in God, and to be a ready listener for His voice. Then you have to be willing to make whatever adjustments are necessary to have peace in your life. I love it. Some people might say, well, it's not fair for me to always be the one who's changing and adjusting to keep harmony with everyone else. Well, it might not seem fair, but God will bring justice in your life if you do what he's asking you to do and your reward will be worth the effort you made. Trust in him. Are you able to be stable through the storms of life? Choose to stay calm. Keep trust in God 
and lead a peaceful and blessed life. Amen. Love it, love it, love it. That was from Trusting God Day by Day. And now God's way, day by day. A promise fulfilled. Matthew 1, 21. She will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. How blessed we are that Jesus came. The prophets longed for his coming, but God chose to be the ones But God chose us to be the ones to receive the gift of his presence. No longer is his life mere words recorded on sheets of papyrus. Instead, he is a living, breathing reality. Accept God's eternal gift of hope by placing your trust in the unchanging, unshifting, reality of Jesus Christ. His birth is an anchor to the soul and a promise fulfilled that you can firmly trust. Amen. Speaking of anchor, you know you can visit us at anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support just in case you wanted to know. Okay, God's promises day by day. Daniel 12, 3. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. I'm amazed to see how frequently the giving of gifts is mentioned in the Bible. Rebecca accepts gifts of jewelry and clothing, symbolic of her acceptance of Isaac as her husband. Jacob tries to give a lavish present of livestock to the brother that he has wronged. Wise men bring gifts to an infant, gold, which acknowledged him as their king, frankincense as their god, and myrrh for being their redeemer. Amen. Now, In Touch Magazine, to wrap up our podcast, it says Abraham is known as the father of our faith because he believed God. Although he sometimes struggled to trust the Lord and made a few missteps along the way, his faith continued to to grow stronger. He ultimately believed God's promise to give him a son, even though he and Sarah were both quite old. This is the path that we all take as believers. The walk of faith begins at salvation and continues until we reach heaven. At first we may stumble, but along the way our focus should begin to shift. Instead of focusing on the obstacles facing us, we look to the Lord. And rather than battle nagging doubts about God's trustworthiness, We'll cling to the knowledge that he loves us and is always faithful in his word. In time, our life will begin to revolve around the Lord. When our prayers are not answered immediately, we'll rely on his wisdom and trust that he will answer in his way and time. 
in the midst of frailties, failures, and sin, will cultivate a heavenward perspective by means of prayer and meditation on Scripture. Instead of responding to uncertainties with fear and fretting, we'll focus on God's sovereignty and promises. This kind of thinking practiced consistently will lead us into mature faith, which rests in the goodness and sufficiency of God. The Christian life becomes an exciting adventure, a chance to see what God will do next and how he will work out his will in each situation. Then, like Abraham, we'll begin to see our obstacles through the Lord's eyes and grow strong in faith, giving glory all the time to God. Amen. Giving a shout out to Dee. Hi, Dee. I know you're listening. Everybody have a great day today. Make sure you're doing an act of kindness somewhere along the line. Sometimes you do them and you don't even know you've done them. So keep doing it. (laughs) Come back tomorrow and pray with us again. God loves you. So do I. Bye for now.